Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the urgent search for five missing people after an apartment building collapsed. The latest as an Iowa community demands loved ones be found. Here are tonight's headlines. The race against time as the building becomes more unstable by the minute. Plus, why the demolition of the apartment was put on hold. We want to get everybody out, and we want to do it right now. She's more serious. Families ducking for cover as shots rang out along a beach in South Florida. Now nine people were hurt, including four children. We do need the community's help. We are looking for three individuals. The debt ceiling deal goes under the microscope on Capitol Hill. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. The aggressive maneuver by a Chinese fighter pilot causing turbulence for this U.S. Air Force plane. You were looking at 17 years in prison for living your truth, for being me. A CBS News investigation, the charges the military once used to target gay service members, even putting some in prison. There are thousands that have been incarcerated for their sexuality. Elizabeth Holmes reporting to prison today. The 39-year-old founder of Theranos is said to serve 11 years behind bars for fraud and conspiracy. This is my way of serving this country. And in tonight's Honoring Our Heroes, a Yellowstone star's new mission, helping the kids of America's fallen. What does it mean to have that burden lifted? It's love.
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. We begin tonight with the dramatic news that people may still be trapped underneath the wreckage of a partially collapsed apartment building in Davenport, Iowa. The mayor and police chief made the announcement at a press conference this morning amid criticism that rescue crews gave up looking for survivors too quickly. Officials say five people are missing, including two who could be buried under the rubble. One survivor was rescued from a fourth floor apartment Monday night, just hours after authorities said everyone in the building had been accounted for. Search crews today were trying to find any sign of life as engineers warn that the unstable structure is on the verge of a full collapse. CBS's Adriana Diaz is going to start us off tonight from outside the scene. Good evening, Adriana. Good evening, Nora. Residents have told us that this building has literally been falling apart for some time with bricks that they believe to be from the building often found on the ground. Davenport right now is tense. There are protesters camped out near this site demanding that everyone be recovered before a demolition. I'm so sorry for all involved, especially the families of the unaccounted for um, and anybody that's been displaced. Rescue crews may search the building again, but it's unclear when due to safety concerns. You can't run up to a pile of bricks and rocks and just start throwing things off. As much as we want to, we want to get everybody out and we want to do it right now. The city said on Monday demolition was expected to begin Tuesday morning, but later clarified it would be a multi-step process. It's methodically got to got to get done. It could be hours or days depending on what we see. Protesters don't want a demolition until all people and pets have been found. Encouraged by the rescue of 52-year-old Lisa Brooks last night, rescue crews had missed her. There'd been repeated complaints about the century-old building. These women, who own a business on the first floor, say they'd filed at least three complaints in seven months. This caved-in ceiling was just part of their troubles. No heat, water leaking in two different spots, um, cracks in the walls. Officials say they believe the two people who may still be in the building are unlikely to have survived. We spoke with Brandon Colvin Jr., whose father is missing. Where was your dad's apartment? It was at the top, right where it all fell down, where the clothes were hanging. Where the clothes are still hanging up? Yeah. That was your dad's closet? Yeah. Late today, we went to the building owner's address. No one answered the door, but he did have several work permits filed for repairs in this building and had hired an engineering company which deemed this building safe in January. We reached out to that company, but they declined our request for comment. Nora? A lot of questions, Adriana Diaz. Thank you very much. Well, now to that frightening scene on the beach in Hollywood, Florida. Two people have been taken into custody and police are searching for three others involved in last night's mass shooting that had crowds running for their lives. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez reports it was just one of nearly two dozen mass shootings over the long holiday weekend. Gunfire shattered a peaceful holiday weekend along this crowded strip of the Hollywood Beach Broadwalk in Florida Monday evening. By the time the gunfire was over, nine people were shot, according to police. Four of the victims were minors. The youngest is just one year old. You could see parents dragging their kids on the floor, just trying to get behind the wall and take cover. Police say the gunfire started after a fight between two groups of people broke out. 
Morgan Delucius and Kashawn Paul Stewart were arrested and charged with firearm charges for the shooting rampage. This was just one of 21 mass shootings nationwide Memorial Day weekend. In all, 91 people were injured by gunfire, 16 were killed. Today, police were back at the Hollywood Beach scene looking for more evidence and talking to possible witnesses. The police have also recovered uh, five weapons in total. It's pretty uh, crazy, right? Uh, in, in broad daylight, in the middle of a holiday weekend with thousands of people on the, one of the busiest public beaches in the country, uh, for people to come in and suddenly start shooting at each other in broad daylight, who does that? Three of the shooting victims have been released from the hospital, but tonight four minors and two adults remain hospitalized. They are said to be in stable condition. Nora? Manny Bohorquez, thank you so much. Back here in Washington, there's a growing revolt among Republicans in the House over the debt limit deal between Speaker Kevin McCarthy and President Biden. CBS's Scott McFarland reports McCarthy expressed confidence that despite the threats to his leadership position. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. Hardline conservatives today lashed out at their leader, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, for agreeing to the two-year deal with President Biden, which would lift the debt ceiling by an estimated $4 trillion. Speaker McCarthy should pull this bad bill down. Don't tell me you're going to put me over a barrel for $4 trillion because you refuse to do your job. Some Republicans blasted the plan for not cutting enough spending and have even raised ousting the speaker if the bill passes. McCarthy defended the compromise. These are major victories. I understand people get upset about walking through a debt ceiling, but this is a House, a Senate, and a presidency. A Republican Byron Donald said those opposed would try to block the bill from going to a vote tomorrow, despite the June 5th deadline for default. Is it dangerous to try to kill this deal with the deadline so close? It's Monday. No. The deal, which raises the debt ceiling through early 2025, cuts funding to the IRS, tightens restrictions for food stamps, and speeds up a controversial pipeline project running from West Virginia into Virginia. That could be a red line for Virginia Democrat Jennifer McClellan. If the pipeline stays in, do you vote no on the debt ceiling bill? I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. White House negotiator Shalonda Young acknowledged Democrats' concerns, but noted the deal prevents cuts to Social Security and Medicare. And we avoid default and retirement accounts are not in flux and the global economy is not uh, crashing, I'm going to call that a win every day. There will be dozens of attempts to amend or change this compromise before it goes to a vote tomorrow, but any changes could damage a fragile political coalition the president and the House Speaker are counting on to get it passed. Nora? It's going to be a tense week. Scott McFarland, thank you so much. Now to a high-altitude encounter between the U.S. and China over the South China Sea. The Pentagon today releasing this video of what it's calling an unnecessarily aggressive maneuver Friday by a Chinese fighter jet. You can see it here crossing the flight path of an Air Force reconnaissance plane at close range, causing it to fly through the turbulence of its wake. The U.S. says it will continue to fly in international airspace. Turning now to the war in Ukraine for the first time in more than 15 months of fighting, a civilian area of the Russian capital, Moscow, was targeted today by a drone attack. Since the start of the war, the Kremlin has tried to assure Russians that there's no threat to them. CBS Deborah Pata continues her reporting from inside Ukraine. Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine is being felt deep in the heart of Russia. 
For those in Moscow trying to forget there is a war next door, the unsettling sight this morning of what appear to be drones over the capital's wealthiest neighborhoods. For others, it's a wake-up call. I'm thinking of moving somewhere safer, Olga said. It's logical this would happen. What else did they expect? There were no casualties, but Russian media claims some of the drones slammed into high-rise apartment blocks. Kiev has denied any involvement, but an advisor to President Zelensky said they were watching with pleasure and predicted more of the same. The apparent strike in Moscow followed yet another aerial assault on Ukraine, with pre-dawn explosions once again in Kyiv, when a swarm of Iranian-made drones were taken out by Ukraine's air defense network. That makes 17 attacks this month alone, but virtually all the Russian munitions have been taken down. Zelensky hailed the success of the US-made Patriot air defense system. When Patriots are in Ukrainian hands, he said, there's a 100% interception rate of any Russian missile. And on those drone strikes in Moscow, Nora, Russia's foreign ministry says it reserves the right to take the harshest possible measures against Kyiv. Deborah Pata, thank you. Tonight, the epic rise and downfall of disgraced Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes has come to an end. The former CEO reported to a federal prison today for defrauding investors out of hundreds of millions of dollars. CS Janet Shamlin reports the 39-year-old was once called the nation's youngest self-made female billionaire. These were the last moments of freedom for Elizabeth Holmes as she entered a Texas federal prison. It's where she'll spend tonight and potentially the next 11 years. A stunning fall from grace for the one-time tech superstar. We'd like to see a world in which every person gets access to this type of basic testing. Holmes sold a promise that a single finger prick would overhaul blood testing. Her startup Theranos seemed poised to revolutionize healthcare, and she raised close to a billion dollars. Every time you create something new, there should be questions. Then it all collapsed. A jury found her guilty of fraud and conspiracy and ordered, together with her business partner, to pay duped investors more than $450 million and report to prison. The verdict was more than a year ago. She sought delays, using that time to try to reinvent her image recently posing with her partner and two young children near their Southern California beach home. Her new home, at first glance, may not appear overly punitive. It's a cubicle-type living situation. I use the analogy of a gymnasium with 150 beds in there. She will absolutely have a bunkie. There's a prison protocol that I would encourage her to follow, like not cutting in line to go to the, to the chow hall, not speaking too loudly on the phone, and recognizing as the new prisoner that all eyes will be upon her. Holmes will be required to get a job here, earning less than a dollar a day. Her children and partner can visit on weekends. And with good behavior and other factors, she could be out in less than 11 years. Nora. Janet Chamlian, thank you. The repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell ended the ban on gay and lesbian service members serving openly in the military. More than a decade later, new reporting in our CBS News investigation found veterans who were discharged because of their sexuality are still struggling to clear their records. CBS's Jim Axelrod has a story of a former Air Force officer who is paying the price for a law that no longer exists. At Seattle First Baptist Church, where the Seattle Men's Chorus is rehearsing for its Pride concert. 
of the singing voices is matched only by the spoken stories. As my sexual identity blossomed, I battled with how to live the covert double life that was required of LGBTQ military members at that time. Like Steve Morosis, a respected Air Force officer in the 1980s, until the military discovered he was gay. It wasn't uncommon then for gay service members to be court-martialed and thrown out of the military. Morose followed his lawyer's advice to plead guilty. You were looking at 17 years in prison. I was. Five years per sodomy charge and a year per conduct unbecoming charge. For living your truth. For being me. He was sentenced to two years at Fort Leavenworth. My heart sank. Because, again, I thought my military life was over. But in that moment, I thought my life was over. Rachel Van Landingham is a law professor who served 24 years in the Air Force. There are thousands that have been incarcerated for their sexuality. A six-month CBS News investigation found the military used a range of cover charges to target gay and lesbian service members for their sexuality. Does the United States military know just how many people have been imprisoned for their sexuality? No, because they don't want to know. But could they figure this out? Yes, if they cared enough, they could go through the records. Decades later, Steve Morose is still a convicted felon and still waiting for the Pentagon to clear his record. They have the ability to do a retroactive look and say people who are hanging under the weight of something that is no longer valid should be made whole. What could be bigger than restoring someone's humanity? A sense of justice to somebody's life. Especially if you're that person, nothing. The Department of Defense declined an interview request, but said in a statement it would be inappropriate to comment on a specific case and encourage veterans who believe they were wrongfully discharged to, quote, reach out to the applicable review board to determine their eligibility for relief. Nora? Jim Axelrod with that investigation. Thank you. We learned today that former First Lady Rosalind Carter has dementia. The Carter Center says Mrs. Carter, now 95, continues to live happily at home with former President Jimmy Carter. He's 98 and in hospice care. The Carters have been married for nearly 77 years and are the longest married first couple in U.S. history. An intense search is underway for a cruise ship passenger who fell overboard. What his fiance is saying next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
A holiday weekend cruise to the Bahamas took a horrifying turn early Monday when a 35-year-old passenger leaned over the railing outside his room aboard the Carnival Magic and fell overboard. The Coast Guard has been searching for Ronnie Lee Peel Jr., about 185 miles off Jacksonville, Florida. His fiance told our Norfolk, Virginia affiliate that he was always the life of the party and this was his first cruise. There is an alarming warning about artificial intelligence and what it could do to humanity. That's next. If you can't watch the CBS Evening News, you can listen. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tonight, a stark warning that artificial intelligence could lead to the extinction of humanity. It comes from dozens of industry leaders, including the CEO of ChatGPT creator OpenAI. The experts signed the statement, which says mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks, such as pandemics and nuclear war. All right, a star from the hit TV show Yellowstone honors America's heroes by helping the kids of fallen service members. That's next. Finally tonight, Yellowstone actor Cole Hauser is used to playing a tough guy. But off screen, one of his most important roles comes from helping the children of our military's special forces. CBS's Catherine Herridge has our continuing series, Honoring Our Heroes. His Yellowstone character, Rip Wheeler, is the quintessential cowboy. You want to fight somebody, you come fight me. It's a world away from Cole Hauser's personal passion, the Special Operations Warrior Foundation. You could attach yourself to almost any charity. Why yeah. special operations? I'm a big fan of second chances for kids when they lose a family member. It's a huge loss for them. Since 1980, the foundation has provided scholarships to nearly 1,100 children who've lost a parent serving in special operations. The charity recently extended the scholarships to special operators who lose a spouse. Honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do. Retired Green Beret Lou Houck's two children are among the first recipients. After his wife, Sydney died of cancer, Houck became a single dad with no savings for college. Then the foundation stepped in. What does it mean to have that burden lifted? Honestly, it feels like love. Hauser's unwavering loyalty, like his character Rip Wheeler, began with this ring, gifted by his late grandfather, Milton Sperling, a Hollywood producer and a World War II Marine. I think it's as good as it gets as a human, like just the, the human element of wanting to help. An enduring promise to ease the burden on military families. Catherine Herich, CBS News, Tampa, Florida. 
So important. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.